Sound of Fire and Soul, a community where leaders gather to unite in sovereignty in today's world. I'm your host, Michelle Sorrow, a seasoned and heart-centered coach and mentor on a mission to take you on a journey of self-empowerment with weekly guidance and channeled wisdom. Fire and Soul features brave and daring conversations with extraordinary leaders who have awakened from the illusion to help you claim sovereign leadership in life, love, and entrepreneurship. Let's listen, learn, and stand together as models for our new world, starting now. This is going to be a special, special treat, especially because I know that so many of you come to this show for community as we are all waking up into just massive uncertainty, which is such a magical time to be alive. And so nothing like bringing on the true expert of human design to really take a look at the inside of it. So I'm excited to introduce my guest today. She's a human design guide and leadership coach. She's been featured in Forbes, Mind Body Green, Nylon Magazine, Well and Good, many, many others, including some of my favorite podcasts and friends, Almost 30, Earn Your Happy, Mark Groves, and the list goes on and on. She's now helped over 15,000 people understand their blueprint. And today we're going to just have a conversation around how human design can really help us become more self-actualized with our guest, Erin Claire Jones. Erin, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. What a wonderful introduction. Oh, well, you know, you've done the work. I want to just dive right in because you'd have to be living under a rock in the late 2021 to have not heard about human design. And uh, we also have a special gift for you guys exclusive to this show. So stay to the end because Aaron's going to give you something really special so you can understand your blueprint as well. But so it's it's a big hot thing um, that people are talking about. But can we first just talk about what it is and then how it's distinctively different from, let's say, other personality blueprints, if you will? Beautiful. Yes. So human design is a system based on your time, date, and place of birth that reveals your energetic blueprint and how you're wired to thrive and specifically how you make decisions, how you build businesses, how you work within teams, how you collaborate, partner, parent, all the things. I think more than anything else, it really gives us permission to be who we are and know that the more we honor how different we are, the more flow we'll find in our lives and also the more ease we'll find. In terms of how it is distinguished, I think that what drew me to human design is how practical and grounded the information is. So even though in so many ways it comes from the stars and it's this very kind of cosmic system, the information it offers is incredibly actionable. And it gives us tools to kind of work with the next day. And I think we're often inundated with a lot of really interesting information and then we don't know what to do with it. You know, and so I think human design's magic is really in that practical nature. And the final piece that I'd share is also human design is not only valuable on an individual level, but it is really useful in partnership and families and teams because you can kind of layer all these charts on top of each other to really just learn how to function best as a unit. So I love that. And I, I know too, that you work with a lot of corporations and we have a lot of those types of listeners. So you never know, guys, this could be the very thing to truly bring you together in unity, Right. So I have gotten a blueprint and I didn't get it through you, although I'm, I'm getting one through you and I'm very excited yes. about that. We were able to confirm before I hit record that what I thought I was, I actually am according to the data that you Thank see. Thank goodness. <laughs> I know, right? Because I'm like, ooh, that's an identity 
that I got excited about. So I'm what's called a manifesting generator. But can we just walk it back in case people are still like, what is all that? There seems to be so many different variations. So I know there's like top four traditional and then there's like Mm -hmm. some nuanced ones like myself. Can we just walk that back a little bit and give like a, a 411 on the different types? So Mm -hmm. in human design, there are, like you said, five types, four to five, based on who you're talking to. And there's (laughs) so much underneath it. So it's really just the first piece. So very high level, we've got manifesting generators, generators, projectors, reflectors, and manifestors. Some people group generators and manifesting generators together. And so very similar, but there is enough, enough nuance, I believe, to keep them separate. So first, manifesting generators and generators are kind of the doers, the builders, the creators, the ones that really have the energy and the life force to kind of build, create, make it happen. An ideal day for you might look like one where you wake up energized, you spend your day doing things that light you up and excite you, whether it's what you're working on or who you're spending time with, and you drop into bed excited and or satisfied and fulfilled. And the more you are prioritizing your own excitement and joy, you know, the more energy that you have and the more you magnetize to you. And Mm. so it's really about having strong boundaries and not saying yes, just because you think you should, but really trusting that what you're lit up by is exactly where you're meant to go. For you specifically as a manifesting generator, these people are often quite multi-passionate by nature. Your career is not meant to be super linear. You're not really meant to be doing one thing forever. You are meant to pivot and go in between and really just honor where your energy wants to go, even when it changes. I'd also Mm -hmm. say that probably one of your greatest gifts is making things happen very quickly. So, you know, not handling every single step along the way. So really making sure that you feel supported in the Mm step-by-step process in a way that kind of empowers you to be in your own flow. I would also remind you to not expect others to keep up with you or move as fast as you or do as much as you and honor that as your gift. And then the last piece, and I'd love to hear your thoughts, is that, you know, the strategy for generators and manifesting generators is about allowing things to come to you and waiting for things to spark a gut response in you before you go after it. So, oh my gosh. How does that feel to you? <laughs> and that's the thing. So you just said, you didn't say, what did you think? You said, how did that feel? And I want my my listeners to hear that because that's the distinctive difference that I'm understanding about human design is it's an energetic blueprint. If there's, mm-hmm. you have yeah. to, this is my, my hallucination. You have to get out of your own way so that you have a clear channel so that you can feel right. Mm-hmm. Like this identity, this, whatever's trying to come through. And so that's been this year for me. So mm-hmm. I have found so much comfort finding your words on your, your Instagram account is my fire. It's like my Bible and, and we'll definitely link it in the show notes. And every time I read, like, for example, practicing self-care as a manifesting generator happens when dot, dot, dot. And I read it and I'm like, yes, yes, yes. But everything that you put out, I'm in full alignment and resonance with, but I want to say something that happened because and it and continues to happen and will continue to evolve. The more that I honor everything you just suggested as a framework, right? So if I'm numbing out, which is what I was doing during like the bulk of the COVID stuff, a little Mm -hmm. more wine, I wouldn't drink for years. And then all of a sudden I was drinking wine. I was like, Ooh, what am I not wanting to feel? So anyway, and then like my programs this year, um, certain things weren't feeling aligned, certain friendships, circles, the people pleasing patterns. I'm like, I feel like I'm embodying more and more of this blueprint, which is why I was Mm -hmm. so excited to have you on the show. And Mm -hmm. I feel like this can liberate so many people that might be really confused or anxious or disoriented right now than ever, more alienated, right? Because of what's going on in our world. So 
everything mm-hmm. that you said feels right. It feels honest. And so then it's just a matter of me surrendering to it so that I can, yeah, experience the full totality of my potential. Mm-hmm. I love that so much. And I think that human design more than anything else returns us to ourselves, you know, yeah. and it reminds us that we all operate differently. And I think I loved what you said around the feeling and not thinking, because we all have different ways of making decisions in human design. This is a layer underneath type, but none of us are meant to make decisions with our minds. None of us are meant to create like pro-con lists and like do what we think we should do or do things because we think it might take us in a certain place. You know, it's whether it's talking things out or sleeping on things or tuning into your gut response, like it really is tuning into kind of a deeper, more innate knowing and trusting that. And so I think that's one of the most profound tools human design can give us is how we can actually make the right decisions for us, because often that can be a big challenge. So I I just want to pick back on that for a moment. And it's Mm. something that I actually read from an article that was written as an interview with you on on Forbes.com. And I'm paraphrasing a bit, but you were basically breaking it down like you are here, right? And for such a wide audience. So that's amazing. And um, it was like, you know, when, if you've been attached to your Myers-Briggs yeah. numbers and letters and whatever letters or strength finders, which by the way, was my big thing. And I've shared that with everyone, right? Those questions get answered by a thinking mind. Yeah. Who we think we are. And when you said that in that article, it's like, oh my gosh, this makes so much sense. <sighs> so what can we do? So once that we know our blueprint and you're going to offer a, a great way in which we can do this, you get the blueprint, I think for free on your website. Right. And then there's like an extra, you can look up your stuff for free. That's right. That's right. Yes. You can you can know what you are. Okay, great. So we'll make yes. sure that we link that. But in in the times that we're in, especially, I mean, what have you seen that gets in people's way when they know what they are, but they still kind of battle it? And how do we mm. overcome that? Yeah, totally. And also, I did forget to go through the other types. Do you want me to kind of go through that briefly? Oh, yeah. No, please. Okay. Do. I get so, see, this is me jumping ahead. This is me I know. Me. You're a great energy. I know. <laughs> I feel it. Okay. And my job is to keep us on track. You know, I want to make sure that they're shared. So, and I'll go through them quickly so we can get into that. I think it's an amazing question. So you don't have to go through it quickly. I want okay. you to relax. And yeah, because my listeners want to want to see what they identify with and then get surprised perfect. when they're validated. Okay, perfect. So we've got projectors, reflectors, and manifestors as the remaining types. So projectors are really here to be the leaders, the guides, the advisors, the teachers, not here to do all the doing. So, so much of being a projector is knowing that your gift is not in how hard you work or how much you do, but it's really in your perspective and how you see. And you might find that your energy very naturally ebbs and flows. You know, you might have a burst of energy and then need to rest. So not trying to keep up. If I, as a projector, was trying to keep up with you, it would be really disappointing all around, you know? So really just kind of trusting how differently we all operate. Projectors tend to really love systems. They often love anything that kind of helps them better understand people and how they work. Human design, Enneagram, Myers-Briggs, astrology, all kinds of things like this. And the strategy for projectors is to really wait to be recognized and invited in. So when it comes to who you're collaborating with and who you're really intimate with, making sure that you feel deeply recognized and invited and seen by them, you know, and I think that, you know, part of our job as projectors is making ourselves visible. People cannot resonate with you or invite you in unless they see you. So exploring ways to let yourself be seen, whether it is on social media or newsletters or in your community. Okay. Wait, hold up a second. Are you a projector? I'm a projector. Girlfriend, this might make sense from as I was like, you know, getting ready to have this conversation going through your socials, like there were like a handful of photos of you. 
I know, right? Right? Mostly all about others and helping others. And you're just, you're just, you know, insatiable with your service to us. Anyone who comes to your page, over 90,000 to your account, which is incredible. But I noticed it's like, there's an intro here and there. And I was like, oh, this makes sense with what you're talking about as a projector. It's like, it takes a lot to be seen, but it's important to do that. Totally. And our orientation is so much towards the other, you know, how can we serve guys, support the other, ask the right questions, you know, and it, and it's felt very natural. I used to like have photos of me with every post and I was like, this doesn't feel very good. So I think it is important to allow yourself to be seen. And if you want to share a lot of photos, amazing. But I think it's just a reminder that people can't find you unless they see you. So to let yourself be seen, whether it is through the pictures you share or the content you share. And that has been so fruitful for me as a projector because I basically make it my job to share all the time, you know, on Instagram and on podcasts and all the things that it really just allows the right people to come. Then we've got manifestors. Yeah, manifestors are here to be the initiators, the innovators, the ones that are really here to kind of get things started, get the ball rolling. And you might resonate with some of this. Not here to do all the doing themselves, but often here to kind of get things off the ground. Manifestors tend to really value freedom and autonomy and control. They are not here to be told what to do, managed, guided in any way, here to do things on their own terms, in their own way. And their strategy is about initiating and keeping the people around them in the loop. Mm. The final type is a reflector. And these people are really here to be our collective mirrors, people that are deeply sensitive to their physical space and always taking in and magnifying the energy that they're around. Mm -hmm. So it is so important that they are such ruthless curators of the people and places they're spending time with and in because they're taking in all that energy. And the magic of reflectors is in their fluidity, meaning that they will have periods where they feel like a manifesting generator, like a projector, like a manifester. And their job is not to figure out who they are or be just one thing, but honor whatever feels like them that day. Mm. so that is a high level little touch on the types yeah you know I love how you describe it too because I feel like there's this beautiful care that you have for each unique human design right knowing too there's like isn't it endless in terms of what the unique makeup can be underneath okay yeah thank you Okay. That was a wonderful summary. And I'm sure people can find themselves in some of that, but go, you know, I'll, I'll leave the website so you guys can all go over and just get it. Dive deeply into this. So back to that question before I cut you off earlier, when people do understand their design, then what, like, what have you seen has been really impactful and beneficial for those who just lean into it or surrender to it? I don't know what the language you would be using or those who want to resist it. Yeah. I find that when we are really resisting it and, and that basically is trying to be like all the things that we're not, we just tend to experience a lot more resistance in our lives, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think that when we really start to honor how we're uniquely wired to create opportunities and make decisions and use our energy and take rest and all the things we tend to just feel better. Like I've worked with so many clients that have actually built like financially successful businesses, but they've done it in a way that's very misaligned with their design. And they're like, it just hasn't felt good. You know? And so I think human design lets us know how to do things in a way that will not only generate a lot more flow and success and satisfaction, but also to just do it in a way that feels really good. You know, and so I think what I love about human design is that often when I'm sharing people's designs with with them, I'm actually not telling them anything new. I'm just giving them a good language and a framework to really recognize all the things that they've always felt and never allow themselves to step into. And so I think often in sessions, people just feel a lot of relief. They're like, I have spent so much of my life trying to like be just one thing or be a doer or whatever it is. And like, are you really telling me I get to be exactly who I am? So I think that often people actually just feel like, oh my God, this feels amazing. Like it just brings a lot of immediate clarity to where they are honoring that and where they're out of alignment with that. 
but it's also practice. You know, they can't do it all at once. Exactly. That's that makes sense. Brick by brick, stack by stack, right? Going back to that proverb, can you share the story of how you came across human design and what that was like for you? Oh yeah, it was very serendipitous. I was, I live in New York. I was in New York City at the time and I was sitting at a gathering and basically had a stranger sit next to me. And he was like, I'd love to like share your human design with you. This was in 2015. I was like, I don't know what human design is, but of course I'm interested in learning about myself. So tell me everything. And he did a little mini reading for me on the spot and it blew my mind. And it was, it was as revealing as it was confronting, or I guess as validating as it was confronting. I was like, I feel so much permission. And also I'm not living any of it. You know, I'm so (laughs) trying to be everything that I'm not again, brick by brick. But he actually ended that conversation by saying, I think that we should work together. And I think that you're meant to do this. And I think that we should build a business together. It was so ridiculous, especially when my design is not being invited in. The whole thing was absurd. And so I was like, okay, that feels like a little bit intense, but I shall consider it. And I was just at a time in my life where I was actually very open to it. And when he started to really kind of uncover the different layers of human design, I was blown away and he'd been studying it for a decade. So we actually did build a business together for two years before I launched my own practice. So it was like a very cosmic moment in time. And it was at a time when human design was not the thing that it is now. So the yeah. first couple of years I was sharing human design, everyone was like, this is so weird. This is so out there. And I was like, someday people will care. <laughs> I don't know when, but I really trust that they will. Yeah. Okay. My gosh. So I love every part of that story. Of course, serendipity was in play, which is flow. So there was nothing random about that, but what were you doing before that stranger sat down that read you the truth of who you are. (laughs) I know, truly. I was just like, okay, that's me. Wow, I've been avoiding that my whole life. I was working in startups. I studied impact-driven entrepreneurship in college and went immediately into the world of startups. And so I think that I had been working with a number of different teams and it was fun, but it also just like, I knew it wasn't really right. And I think Mm -hmm. that I was also just observing a lot of dysfunction. I was like, wow, these people are amazing and the visions are amazing, but like no one knows how to work together. And like, wouldn't that be really useful if like people understood how to work together? And so I was just always so much more oriented towards the person and towards the people. And so I think when I started to see how human design could be used to help us just work better as a unit by just appreciating how differently we operated and how we needed different support, I was just like, this is exactly what teams need. So it it really actually fits so perfectly into it. Yeah, it works beautifully. And then you're just honoring that calling. You are literally called to be in this space. And what's beautiful is that, and guys, I'm not an affiliate on any level, but what's beautiful is that Aaron is the real deal. And you can actually do one-on-ones at least up until this recording, which is going to be right before Thanksgiving of 2021. Privates are actually wildly affordable, Aaron, in my opinion, compared to like other things out there. Mm -hmm. So that's really exciting. And that's what I see for you. I'm like, what a beautiful privilege to get to do deep one-on-one work. That's my favorite kind of work, Mm. right? But it's not always available. So I love that Mm. there's different ways in which people can be in community with you and do your monthly webinars and do deep dives and work in teams. And it's so beautiful. And it is a practice. That's exactly what you have, a very successful, thriving, flourishing practice. Have you seen it take a shift like and grow exponentially, especially during these last 18, 20 months of times of COVID and people waking up more and more? Yeah, absolutely. I think that, like I said, the first couple of years were challenging. And then I think in 2018, I really started to see things grow. But yeah, it's it's grown tremendously in the past year and a half, two years. I think that like it's really 
just more and more people are finding out and it does feel kind of like on a beautiful exponential thing at the moment. But what I will say that was really big for me is that I do do one-on-one sessions and I love them. And also it's really not the majority of our business at all. I do them because I still really enjoy them. But like the majority of our business is creating these blueprints for people and kind of giving them this really accessible kind of personalized resource to their design. And so Mm -hmm. that has been really, that's allowed us to reach so many more people. Because when I first started my business, I was just doing one-on-one sessions, but it really limited the number of people that I could reach. And so, like you said, it's been so beautiful to discover ways to make human design more and more accessible without kind of talking to everyone myself. And so it's been really fun to explore ways to do that. That's a beautiful way to scale and to offer something that you can just go back to again and again and again. I don't remember reading my, what, 50, 55 page blueprint. Maybe it was sent to me. I know I'm going to get one through you. I'm so excited. And I'll be sharing more and more about this as I dive into it on this show going forward. But is it fair to say that the more that you embody the truths, right, as they resonate for you with whatever your design is, that you could actually come back to that blueprint, blueprint, for example, with a fresh mind, right? Like you mm-hmm. could read it a year later and you're like, I get this at a deeper level. The reason I'm asking is because mm-hmm. that's happening to me in the fall of 2021. I read this stuff a couple of years ago, kind of followed it here and there. But right now I yeah. am resonating with everything that you're putting out for the manifesting generator. And I'm like, what's going on here? I know. Oh, I love hearing that so much. And you're so right. It's just like, I think that we're not always prepared to hear the information. I've had mm-hmm. so many clients like come to me who were introduced to human design 10 years ago. It went way over their head. And now they're like, I'm ready. I've had clients that I sat with three years ago that were like, that piece didn't make sense. And now it makes so much sense. So I think that like, the more you're living with your, your design, which it sounds like you really are, I think the more it will resonate. And you're exactly right. Like why we created the blueprint was it's meant to be a resource that people keep returning to. Like I have people, you know, and it goes back to your question of like, how do you actually like keep returning to who you are? Like, what is the actual practice? And I think that like, I have people that like read it every month, every day, every week, every year to just like remember their potential, or even especially in moments of resistance or challenge should be like, oh, I see exactly what's going on here. Like I know exactly what to do to kind of shift out of that. And I think that you're right. Just like based on where we are in our life and what we're going through, it's going to resonate in different ways. And we're going to be prepared to hear different pieces of the information. That's exactly it. That's the best way to say it is that, you know, are you ready? Are you prepared? Are you open, right? Because we're evolving. I don't know about you, but this past 18, 20 months, I feel like I'm a different person than yesterday, much less last year. And so when I read your words, I do feel that deep sense of relief of like, I am Mm. right on track, especially because everyone listening to my show knows that like, it's just been a massive, I call it brutal, abrupt, wouldn't change it for anything awakening from the matrix. But yet Mm. I I keep coming back to these, these words of human design that are specific for me. And I'm like, Oh my God, I'm doing it. Like, because I'm being called, I'm being led, I'm being divinely guided and I'm not questioning it for the first time in my life. It's just incredible, right? You can take spirituality and your own experiences wherever you are in the world right now. Look at your your design, read it over and over and over again, right? And allow it to be new and fresh. Mm -hmm. And one thing I'd love to just share about your design, if you're open, is that like you actually just this year with your age, just hit like a totally new moment of like, you're actually like meant to hit your prime starting right now, you know? I know. So you're owning it, you know, like you basically like we call it on the roof, which I don't love that language, but for the past like couple decades, it's been kind of preparing, embodying your wisdom, like gaining more and more perspective. And you're kind of in this phase of now you're like 
I am like not fully formed because we never are, but it's just like, I imagine that you're embodying your authenticity in such a new way that you are inspiring people to be themselves by just living it. Like so much of your design specifically is when you're so self-empowered and like in trust of yourself, you empower everyone else to kind of be in trust of themselves and kind of get in touch with their own convictions. And so it feels like you're just like opening up to that next level. And it's so cool to hear. Okay, so you just described exactly what it feels on the internal, right? There's the Christless experience that you know about intellectually, but when you're actually going through it and you know you're going through it and then you have an expert like you confirm it, I'm like, it just feels validating. But I have to be honest, like this show is all around sovereign leadership, right? And there's there's a complete reinvention of fire and soul, not even six weeks ago. So you are exactly on point, like... Nothing that I do right now can be out of integrity or out of alignment, not a conversation, not a lunch date, nothing. And so mm. and it feels so good to be here. And the more that I honor that, the less afraid I am of scarcity thoughts or what will that person think? Or will that client leave me? It's like, whatever goes more will come. That's aligned. Yes. Yes, exactly. And it's just like saying no to all those things, especially as a manifesting generator creates so much more space for the right things to come in. And it's so funny because one of the strengths that you have in your design, this is a deeper layer of our design is the strength of integrity. And it basically Mm -hmm. means that you are so tuned in to kind of other people's principles and behavior. And if they're not aligned with yours, they don't have to be the same as yours, you know, but if they're not like aligned, it's so challenging to kind of work with and be intimate with them. And so it's so especially essential for you to be surrounded by people that really like have aligned principles, behavior, integrity that you can really respect. Oh, that is just beautiful. And I appreciate that. Okay. Back to my listeners and then having a bit of this. I just wanted to ask a follow-up question around, you know, the intimacy and all that, that we can curate, we can experience when we really honor our own design for other though. I have a lot of ladies that are single and I have a lot of women that are in relationship and relationships were really I don't like to use the term tested, but challenged, right? In this past 20 months of like, Mm. that's who you are when you're home every day, Um, as we all know, right? And so how does knowing your own human design help in the world of dating and or in your relationship with your partner? Oh, (laughs) look at that question. Seeing the look on Aaron's face, like, girl, how much time do you have? I know it's such a real one because I think what I would say is that like, I'm never going to look at two charts and be like, y'all are doomed or you're like meant for each other. You know, I think that like we, it's really about how we honor it and how we honor how different we are. To the first question, human design can support us in cultivating the right relationships by helping us know how we enter to them in the first place. Is it important to feel really invited in? Is it important to just like let your gut drive you? Is it important to like make the first move? Is it important to kind of be in the right space and see who shows up? So it really helps us align with that. Some people might thrive a bit more in apps. Other people might be more natural kind of dating somebody who's a friend first. And then it also helps us know how to... Yes, exactly. And then it's also around how we are designed to assess whether they're right for us. Like some people are meant to be pretty spontaneous. They're like, this feels right. Let's jump in. Other mm-hmm. people like you and me actually need to sleep on it, have courtship, feel into things. So those kind of tools can be so useful in terms of helping people know how to enter into them. I think if you are in a dynamic already, I think similarly, like helping you know whether it's still the right thing for you, which will be around how you make decisions is a big one, but also knowing kind of what you need. Like, and again, I'm just going to use you as an example only to give people a taste of what kind of information you can get. Like I would say for you in relationship, you would thrive when you probably have a lot of space to be in your own flow and you feel like your independence is really honored. If you're being interfered with all the time or there's like a neediness, it can be a little bit confining for you. Does that make sense to you? Yes, I resonate. 
Yes. So it's just an example of like, okay, I'm, we're sharing the space all the time. I have no space to be my own flow. I'm feeling really frustrated. Maybe it's not just about this person being wrong for me, but it's about the fact that I haven't created that space for myself. So like, mm-hmm. how can we create a dynamic that really honors how different we are? And there's actually a recommendation in human design, which I know is a bit controversial, but one that I really advocate for, which is entertaining the idea of having your own bedroom. I want to acknowledge that this is often not financially feasible and it might not even be desirable at all. So throw it away if it feels like, I don't want to do that. But the idea is that kind of having time to be in your own energy and space is such a beautiful time to kind of recharge and reset. And I think that we often make ourselves wrong for that. But I think especially in a time of so much togetherness, having that separateness is so powerful and kind of choosing when to come together. So I think just kind of making sure that you're giving each other space. So much of this information will be so specific to your design and what you need, but hopefully that gives people a little bit of a taste. No, I love that. Um, It totally makes sense and it aligns. And um, listen, my grandparents on both sides, one had separate bedrooms and one had just their own beds inside a master suite. I guess anymore, a primary suite. I would love that. I might even love my own house, to be honest. (laughs) I've been hearing that more often. Yeah. Right? Especially mm-hmm. as more and more women are sovereign and or independent mm-hmm. and, you know, they want that connection and they crave that connection, but they, they don't need that connection in the same way that we might have 20, 30 years ago. And mm-hmm. this is what's so beautiful and empowering about knowing your human design and knowing your partners or your prospects um, totally. design, you honor theirs as well. Mm-hmm. Like when you said a exactly. moment ago, I need to be corded. I need to like, it needs to go slow. And like, you need to kind of feel into it. I'm like, yeah, this explains why the ones who come on so strong, I'm like, you could be the greatest person in the world, but it's not going to be a fit for me if that's how you come into this energetically. Totally. You know, and it's just like, we often like expect others to like do it like we do. You know, I think human design just reminds us that we're all so different. And so really knowing not only how to honor your own design, but how to honor people that are really different than you. So yes, hundred percent. That's a beautiful message in a time when the world seems to want to have us all conformed, right? To one mandate, Mm -hmm. one rule, one policy, one global agenda, as so many of my listeners do subscribe to not sure where you are on that. And that's irrelevant. The point is, is that we're all so beautifully dynamic and unique. And I loved how you described a relationship or a partnership earlier, like, and if you are currently in a dynamic and I'm like, that's the best way to describe that. I was like, I I love that. Can we have you on the show? We need a refresher, like every like six months or so. Where did the time go? Mm, I know. It's so good. Okay. Any final thoughts, anything that you'd like to add that you wish I would have asked before we let everyone know how to reach you? Yeah, I think that, What I would just, and I've said it before and I'll say it again, whether or not you choose to dig into human design, I think that what it offers us is such a powerful lesson in reminding us that we are each wired so differently. And so you might be really different than your partner, than your kid, than your parent, than your friend, than your colleague. And I just think the more we give ourselves permission to be exactly who it is we are, the better things will feel and the more success we'll find. And it also goes to working with other people. Like the less you expect them to be like you and the more you honor how different they are, the more connected, empathetic, compassionate you'll be. So like, I really have discovered that the more we honor how different we are, the closer we can feel, you know? And so I think it's really just such a powerful tool to remind us of that both individually and also in the kind of dynamics that we're cultivating in our lives. I couldn't have said it better or even thought it better. Like that's so potent and I so appreciate it. You know, for me, this has just been another reminder of how beautiful each and every one of us are, right? And if we can get past our own consciousness, 
right? Of the rules and the beliefs and all the ways in which we've decided it needs to be based on whatever. It's just, it's an opportunity to look at each other freshly and intimately. And I'm just so grateful for the work that you do. And thank you for the service that you offer to so many. All right. A beautiful gift for my listeners. Please let us know about that. And then the best way to connect with you and read all your goodness that I'm living off of a steady diet of soul food. So glad. I think that I am Erin Claire Jones everywhere. So I share a lot on Instagram at Erin Claire Jones and lots of different notes for the type. So we'll put the link to look up your type, but you can really kind of follow along the slides that are relevant to you. We're offering a discount on the blueprint. So if you would like uh, your own book to your design, which is really meant to make the information as empowering, practical, and accessible can be as it can be, the discount code is Fire and Soul. And you Woo-hoo! can find right. Yes. Okay. I yeah. got it. Right. <laughs> and yeah. you can find all my offerings at AaronClaireJones.com. I also offer workshops. The discount code will be applicable to that as well. And I offer one-on-one sessions, partnership sessions, family sessions, team sessions. Good. And I just want to let my listeners know too, because they know that I am straight with them. I am not an affiliate. I am making nothing on this. I want you all to have this. I want you to share it with your family members. If it, you know, calls to you, maybe holiday gifts. I mean, seriously, this is an opportunity. And so on the week of Thanksgiving, I'm grateful every day is my jam, you know, gratitude is, but I just wanted to say thank you so much, Erin, for your time today and for what you do. So fun to connect with you. And I hope we get to have you back on someday. I hope so too. Thank you so much for having me. Such a pleasure to connect. Thank you for listening to Fire and Soul. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on your favorite pod player. And if you'd like to connect on social, you can find me anywhere at Michelle Sorrow. Or if you'd like to reach out to me directly, you can at fireandsoulpodcast.com. Thanks for listening.